Every little girl grows up dreaming about her happy ever after, but most of us don't have fairy tale scriptwriters making sure we get it. That's where the Happy Ever After show comes in. If you have been waiting for a fairy godmother to wave her magic wand and release your frustrations, create the prosperity you want and live a life you love, then listen closely. It's time to learn how to make your own wishes come true with your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Happy Ever After Show. I'm so glad you're here listening with me. I am Cassie, or I think I'm going to start by going by Cassie P. My friend Nate is a DJ, and uh, he always tells me that would be my radio name. So Nate, if you're listening, I'm seriously considering just going by Cassie P from now on. Um, Anyway, so let's get into this topic because I know that you are listening because you want to welcome more money into your life without struggle so that you can build your business quicker and easier. And today we're going to talk about how people think money manifests. And we've covered this a couple of different ways, but I'm going to hit on this a lot in this podcast that's dedicated to Manifest 10,000 because I want to bring awareness to sometimes the way that our brain thinks money manifests, the way that we create this story that money has to manifest and come into our lives. And it's generally doesn't work that way. In fact, I've almost never seen it work the way people thinks it work. People think it works. So we're going to talk about that today and just how people think money manifests and, and really open up to how it does manifest. But before we get into that, I just want to um, just talk about, you know, what's awesome right now in my life. And the reason that I share this, what's awesome, what's fabulous at the beginning of the show is, Hey, that's really the way I live my life. I love to share, you know, what's going on, but I also love, you know, I love leading in my life with what's awesome, right? Have you ever had that friend and you, you know, you sit down at the table and it's like, how are you? And it's just like throw up city about all these bad things. You know, I've over the years, I've really trained myself not to be that person. I think there was a time, maybe it wasn't quite throw up, but you know, while we're on this disgusting metaphor, like, you know, maybe burp up a couple of things that weren't good. And what I realized is that's not who I want to be. I want to be the person who is leading with what they want more of. And when you share what's awesome and fabulous in your life, when you lead with that, that's what you get more of. And I see so many people who want to change. And I catch this and I coach on this in the Manifest 10K group a lot. You know, somebody will start with a story about it's the end is really good about how they manifested money, but they think they have to lead with, you know, the crappy part that led up to that. It's like, no, just, and I teach this all the time, just share the part that you want more of, you know, you don't have to justify the good by saying, you know, the crappy beforehand. So that's really what I like to do on the show is share what's awesome so that you all, you know, know what's happening in my life, but also just to model sharing what's awesome because the more that you share what's awesome and what's fabulous in your life, the more you're going to create that's awesome and fabulous in your life. And you can train people, you know, that you are friends with, that you are relatives with, you can train them to do this as well, right? So it's just in the question that we ask when, you know, you see someone, it's not like, how are you doing? It's like, tell what's awesome in your life right now. When you lead with that, people find the awesome, right? When you just say, how are you? If they're in the habit of, you know, not saying the good stuff or not thinking, you know, to find the good stuff, they're just in the habit of kind of sharing what's crappy. That's the answer they give. Cause you just said, you know, what's going on. And so they give the, you know, this 
same answer they always give. But when you say what's awesome in your life, you'll notice, start doing this. You'll notice some people stop and like think for a second because it's not the natural, it's not just how they answer everything else. So that's why I lead the show with this. And I'm excited to share what's awesome in my life today, which is that Manifest 10K Live is happening tomorrow in Denver. I am so excited about this, you know, just because Oh, there's so many reasons to be excited. I'm excited because I get to do a live event. You know, I love really being in the room with people and I love coaching online, but I really love being in the same space and I love doing it in a three-day period because if you haven't heard me say on this show before, you know, our brains are capable. They start changing in three days of a new pattern. So when I get to spend three days in a room full of people and we are focused on manifesting $10,000 and really upping your money vibe to manifest that over and over again. And that's what we do in Manifest 10K Live is we take the skill set that you learn in Manifest 10K, which is basically like, I want to manifest 10K one time. We take that skill set and we, you know, I teach you how to take that to where it's repeatable, where you're manifesting $10,000 every month and all the time. So I'm excited about that because I get to spend three days live. I'm excited to be in the same room with many of the people that I've been coaching in the Manifest 10K course. And just to have, you know, just to get to do this amazing event. It's so much fun and just getting to share stories of manifesting and getting to empower, you know, people that are ready to change and are ready to step into a better mindset and create more for themselves. I'm just very excited about that. And of course, I always come back because this is a show that's about having your business create your happy ever after and be a part of that. I always come back to the business thing and you, there was times in my business and this was, you know, when I was, this went on for a long time, actually. I was, I was about to say this is when I first started out, but this was like, you know, I, I always say that I have like two phases of my business. There's like everything before I quit my job. And then there's everything after because really things changed when I quit my job. And it wasn't necessarily, maybe it was because I quit. That's part of it. I was stepping into being a full-time coach. So yeah, that's part of it. I was stepping into my future self, but I just looked at it different. I created things different. And that in fact was because I had decided, you know, I'm going to be a full-time coach. And before I quit my job, that phase, that pre-phase, pre-good business phase, where, you know, I wasn't successful. I wasn't really successful at all. You know, I couldn't get 30 people in a room ever. Like I wanted that, but I remember trying all these different things and wanting to do these workshops and do these live workshops and have people show up. And it, the most, I think I did one workshop. I did it for free though. Um, a couple of years before I quit, it was really good. There were 12 people. Um, so that was like a stepping stone. But prior to that, you know, even if it was free, there'd only be like two people because I hadn't mastered the skill of, sh you know, how to share my story and how to build a business. And most importantly, how to align with the version of myself who's successful in business. So, you know, now that I'm able to do that, you know, we cut um, the registration off about a week or two into December for Manifest 10K Live. I just stopped promoting it because we're actually... Um, 
we were like, this is enough for the first one. Like, this is all the people we want. We want to keep it intimate. Uh, I'm excited because everybody gets to come into um, my home and my condo and and have the beautiful view and be in my beautiful, amazing space and get to go out on the balcony during breaks um, for this event. And so we really capped it at that so that that was possible. And uh, then we're ramping up. So there is Manifest 10K Live happening in May. I'll announce the date soon. And I know that's happening. And that's going to be bigger. Like, we're not going to be able to hold it in my apartment anymore. So there's that whole first, that first nostalgia kind of thing going on for me. Um, I think nostalgia means it it already happened. But I know that, you know, like looking back, there is going to be a nostalgia about this event. There's going to be, you know, when I look back, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, I'll be like, oh, remember when I could have this event in, you know, in the living room of my home. And uh, because I know very soon, you know, in May, I'm expecting 500 people to be there. And so I know, you know, that's just like a moment in time. And I always like to, I've gotten better and I really enjoy just sort of savoring those moments. And so that's what I'm doing now as I get ready ready for Manifest 10K Live in the next, you know, couple hours, 12 hours or so till it starts, 24 hours, 12 to 24 hours. Uh, and I'm excited. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that and um, go all in with you. And that's what happens. You know, when you learn to share what's exciting, you actually, I think, create more memories and create more juice for your memories. You know, because, you know, you've probably experienced this. Like if you're going on a trip and you plan the trip like six months ahead of time, you get more excited and you share all that stuff going along. Like make that the habit in your life. Like always sharing what you're excited about next. And watch how more things to be excited about show up in your life. Um, let's see. So I know that you, um, if you love this season of the podcast, um, I would love if you would get my book that is coming out in bookstores May 16th. Many of you heard this and you'll probably hear it a lot more, but you know, when you pre-order the book that tells book buyers, this is a book people want to read. We want to put it in our stores. So you're paying it forward and helping someone else find this book, this podcast, everything about manifest 10,000. So if this podcast or I or one of my courses had had an impact in your life, I would love if you would um, share that love by investing $15 and pre-ordering Manifest 10,000. And you can do that by just going to manifest10,000book.com, no dollar sign, just manifest10000book.com. And you can pre-order from your favorite retailer, whether it's Amazon, Barnes & Noble, whoever. And you're going to get that book uh, – I've heard Amazon sends out about a month early for pre-orders. I don't know. Um, and then everyone else sends out a couple weeks before. So you'll get that book sometime between April and the end of May. You'll get that copy. And what, but what if you do, if you go back to that page, manifest10,000book.com, which, and you put in, you know, where you ordered it from in your order number, I'm going to send you a free copy now. So you get two for the price of one. You get to help spread the word. You get to pay it forward and help someone else find this. And and you get a hard copy right now. So I've heard from many of you that you've been waiting. You want the paperback copy. You want to highlight it and write it up. And you want to take notes. And you want to dog ear the pages. And you want to do all that fun stuff um, with a book that matters to you. So 
you can get it in your hands now. And really that's the only way to get it in your hands now is to pre-order and have me send you one right now. So I just want to say a quick thank you. I'm going to share this on every show because I think it's very fun and like we're on our way. My goal is 10,000 pre-orders and we're on the way there. And I just want to say a quick thank you to Gina and Peggy and Kathleen and Jennifer and Carla who have pre-ordered the book. And I'm going to share everybody's name on every episode. So if, if you know you pre-ordered and you didn't hear your name in that, don't worry. I will keep sharing as we go along. But I just want to say a huge thank you. It means a lot to me that you are supporting uh, really the book and this movement. You know, I have a goal to help 1 million and one people change their money mindset. And so Every time someone pre-orders, you're helping me do that, and um, you're helping me create that movement in the world. So thank you very much. As always, if you want to join the course that all of this was based on, um, you can go to manifest10k.com and join the Money Manifesting Party. People are manifesting money every day, increasing their money mindset, and just seeing the overall flow of money be better in their life. They're experiencing more flow and more of the good stuff. So head over to manifest10k.com and you can join. All right. So let's talk about how people think money manifests because this is one of the things anytime, you know, I point this out all the time to my year long when I'm coaching, um, when I'm coaching my clients, you know, every time they tell me like, I think I just, sometimes I stop them right there before I even hear what's after that thought. Because most of the time, you know, in my experience, when we're thinking about something, we're trying to figure it out. We're analyzing, which means we're not harnessing that power of our instincts and our intuition and knowing and taking inspired action. We're trying to figure out the plan, right? And so, so many people miss what I'm going to talk about right now, which is how people think money manifests. When you go into money manifesting, you, you want to be open. You know, I've, I've figured out, and the reason that I know that people think this is the way money manifests is A, I've seen it in my group, but also I lived this for a long time before everything clicked, before I got it, before money started flowing really easily, because I got these lessons. I always thought I came up with these elaborate plans, which I'm going to talk about. It's one of the ways people think money manifests. And I did that all the time and it didn't work. So we're going to talk about, you know, how, how people think money manifests because it's important to to know and to bring awareness. If you listen to my other podcast, Manifest It Now, we use the term awareness all the time. It's important to know and highlight what might be going on so you can catch yourself, right? Because if you just go and you're like, I'm a, all right, I'm going to manifest money. I'm going to, you know, I want to double my business income this month. You know, I want to manifest $10,000, $20,000, whatever it is. If you start out thinking you have, it has to come in a certain way, you're already sort of getting off track, right? So the first big way everybody thinks that money has to manifest into their life, maybe not everybody, but most people, is by winning the lottery. So I'm going to talk all about the lottery and winning the lottery and my thoughts on that. And if you want that, like that's totally awesome. We're going to talk about how to line up with that. Um, on the next episode because I think that's its whole own topic because there's so many juicy things inside of you know winning the lottery and there's so many things to play with when it comes to getting aligned and using the law of attraction and lining up your money mindset for that so I'm going to leave that whole topic for the next show but um 
So let's let's talk about you know how people think money manifests. So these are the ways after coaching thousands of people and kind of listening, not kind of, I'm listening and observing to their thoughts and, and what's coming up about money. You know, one of the 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 first way is always the lottery, right? People always I see that all all the time. It's not always, but usually, right? Most of the time people are like, okay, I gotta win the lottery to have this happen. And what that what that does to your mind is your mind's like, well, you know, you start thinking about the odds of the lottery and it's like, well, I'm probably not going to have this. So you kind of start down the path of it's not possible, right? We always want to be playing. You always want to be in playing in the possibility realm, right? Always on the playing field of possibility. So this, the next way after the lottery that people think, you know, money has to be manifested is by inheriting a bunch of money. So the inherent thing or the inherent thing that creates a block in this is that if you think you can only get a big amount of money, you can only have the abundance that you desire by inheriting a bunch of money, that means somebody has to die. And nobody wants to, like, it gets messy, right? Because you're if, if your brain thinks, man, winning the lottery or inheritance is only ways money's going to come in, and you're like, uh, lotteries, I don't know, probably not going to happen. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, oh my gosh, the odds are, you know, I don't even know what they are, 10 in 2 million or something, 1 in 10 million, I don't know there. But you're like, that's possible, which I love. But if you're somebody who's like, can't get your mind around like thinking it's possible, then your brain is like, well, we could inherit money, but that means somebody I love has to die, right? Or else there has to be like some secret relative you didn't know about and they have to leave you money, right? Um, so that's not necessarily fun or opening up to possibility either because you, there's, you, don't, you don't want anything to happen to anyone in your life, right? So the next way that I see people think that money, you know, manifest is by like the unclaimed money list. So you've probably, if, especially if you're in the States, maybe if you're listening in another country, I don't know if you all have this, but you know, there's a list in the United States that has unclaimed money and, you know, people for whatever reason, I don't know, tax, like tax refunds, other kind of money that, um, people are on this list and they're owed money for something. Right. And I've heard of people finding their name on this list, like people I know, not people in commercials, you know, finding it and getting some money. But one of the things people, you know, one of the ways they assume when it's like, okay, you know, you want to manifest $10,000. It's like, oh, this is either, you know, if you can get past the lottery and the inheritance, you're like, oh, the other possibility is that I'm on this list. And in the U.S., oftentimes, you know, on the radio or on TV, there'll be a commercial and it'll say like, check the unclaimed money list for your name, you know, and it'll have these people who found $5,000 or $500 and $10,000 and $100,000 of unclaimed money. And so, you know, people then start checking that list because it's like, this has got to be the way it happens, right? What happens is if you start checking that or other ways, right, you, you start to think about like, where else would there be money that I don't know about? And, you, you know, you really get obsessed with like checking that. And here's where that gets a little bit off. A, money can come in so many other ways. And we're going to talk about that on upcoming podcast. Well, we've already talked about, I've shared some stories with you, but we're going to continue to talk about that, how money comes in ways that you can, you don't even see as possible, 
right? Until you become the person who's ready to receive that money, you can't see those possibilities, right? Or you can't see the path because, you know, the ability for you to attract what you want is it's about who you're being. And when you're being that person, like the money finds you, it's attracted to you. It's not you going out and finding it, right? So it's not you going out and looking on a list and trying to make that happen and figure out how to do that. It's about becoming the person who has that money and who's thinking and behaving like the person who has that money and the money finding you. So, but people will often, well, like if I'm going to manifest money, like it's got to be on the list, right? And so just putting the energy and what that does, like there's nothing wrong with checking the list. There's nothing wrong with doing it for fun. There's nothing wrong with anything really. And if you want to manifest money, you want to focus your attention on being that person who has the money, not that person who's like constantly searching this list, trying to figure out if you have any money, right? So the other way that I want to talk about that people think um, about money, and I've talked about this, I've I think I've even used the story that I'm going to use a little bit. I've told this story before. You know, people set an intention, especially entrepreneurs. They're like, okay, I'm going to manifest $10,000 in my business this month. And they create this plan, right? This very detailed plan of how many people they're going to sell and how many people are going to come in and how many people are going to do this. And, um, and then they just like, they jump right into action. They don't leave any room for inspiration to hit, Right. And so you might say, well, I think it's good to make a plan, like to write out how many clients you need and all this. And I think that's awesome. I think it is awesome in a lot of ways to write out how many clients you need, right? I think it's awesome. Let's say you wanted $10,000, you know, you want to manifest $10,000 in your business this month. I think it's awesome if you know that it's $2,000, you need five clients to come in, right? But if you leave it open, and again, I'm, I'm one that works, I'm really excited um, probably tell you guys a little bit more about this on the next show, but, uh, I have a new program that's all about, it's all about business. I'm not going to be able to keep my mouth shut. It's all about business and, you know, doing the numbers, like the strategic part of the business and combining that with the, you know, playing in the possibility and stepping into your future self and who you are. And so it's really the matchup of, you know, utilizing all the principles of the law of attraction and strategy, like how do you strategize and put that in terms, you know, how do you strategize while still tapping into your future self and leveraging the power of the law of attraction and all of those tools and all those things? Because what happens often is that people like exactly what I'm saying is they go, okay, I'm going to manifest $10,000. I'm going to set that intention and they skip all the other work right? They skip over like what, you know, first things first and manifest 10 K is like, what are you going to do with that? You got to get clear. And it's in manifest 10,002. If you haven't read it yet, definitely grab a copy or join the course at manifest 10 K.com. The first thing we do is we allocate every single penny of where that money's going. Like, why are you inviting that money into your life? How is it going to show up? What's going to be changed in your life so that we know going forward, how to pull from that, what's going to be different. But what most people I see entrepreneurs do is they're like, okay, I'm going to get $10,000 and they don't even stop to figure out where that money is going or they're not clear, right? They're like, I'm going to make $10,000, but maybe they really only needed two, but they didn't get clear about it. Or maybe they actually needed 25, but they're not clear. And so it's, it's mushy, it's messy. Um, and, and instead of getting clear on the next steps and getting clear about who the person is, who has that, let's just say it's $10,000, who is a $10,000 business a month, 
they, they immediately go to the plan. They immediately go try and implement a strategy, right? And there's everything awesome about a strategy when it falls in line with your alignment and being the person who has $10,000 coming in. When you just set an intention and then you jump straight to strategy and trying to figure out how it's going to happen, that's where I don't see the results happen that most people want. So, um, and I've talked a little bit about this. I talked about my client whom I adore and you know how she did this. She said, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to make this much money in my business. And she had like calculate all these numbers about how many people were going to come in at $27 and how, and then how many people were going to upgrade and they were going to be $86 and I'm not using the right numbers, but you get the, and then this many. And I mean, it was like so many people because her intention was a million dollar business. And a, I think there's easier ways to create a million dollar business. And after we've worked together for about a year now, this is almost a year ago that she kind of did this whole thing. You know, we just talked yesterday and she is a completely different person. She's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to help this amount of people. Like it's very, it's smaller. Like she's really stepped back into letting things come to her. And I love watching that. Because, you know, she used to be like, get out the pin and do this, all this action and all these things are going to come. And now she's putting most of her energy into getting clear about who she'll be, right? Who is her future self? All of that stuff. She's, that's where she's putting and things are just coming out of the woodwork for her. You know, she's just showing up in places where people are like, oh my gosh, I need what you do. And it's so much fun to watch. And that's the way I've seen it to be true when we get clear about who we are with the money, the path appears to the money. It doesn't appear, you know, by creating a plan. It doesn't appear, you know, from the unclaimed money list. Um, it doesn't appear from inheriting a bunch of money, although that's a possibility. And it doesn't come from the lottery. It comes from somewhere we don't see happening. You know, even if you are a business owner, often, almost always, when you get clear and you step into the version of yourself who has that money in their business and that business owner, that successful entrepreneur, the money still doesn't show up the way you think it's going to show up. It might show up on a, you know, a whole other, you know, you just get offered, you know, something random, right? You might be thinking, oh, I need five clients and someone shows up and offers you $10,000 to do one thing. And you know, because you were being that person. And so the money found you versus you trying to go out and, you know, get this plan and put this plan in action, right? And working really hard and trying to control the how about the money is going to show up, about how the money is going to show up. And the reason I want to share all this with you is because I want you to catch those thoughts. I want you to become aware when you're really deciding, right? When you're pre-deciding how money is going to show up. Because when you decide like that, then you start trying to make that happen. And what you do is you shrink all the possibilities in the universe to that one, you know, where there might've been 10,000 ways that $10,000 could come in. When you start to think it has to look a certain way, you really shrink the possibilities. And you do that because that's the only place you're looking because you're not being open because you're focused on taking action toward that plan, whatever it is, instead of, you know, being open and taking inspired action, or you're blocking yourself because you don't think that totally think winning the lottery is possible, or you don't want anyone to die. You know, you're somehow blocking, blocking that. So either way, you're not leaving the possibility field completely open.
which is where things are money's going to come in and you're going to be more abundant quicker and easier so um about to wrap up the show but i want to share a story with you about how money came into my life this is one of my favorite stories ever and it's when i really started you know just aligning with money and abundance and flow and having a different relationship with money and I got a call one day and this woman, I answered it. It was a number I didn't know on my cell phone. And she says, I don't know what her name was. She says, Hey, this is so-and-so with whatever company. And she goes, this is going to sound really weird. She's afraid of going to hang up. She's like, just, just hear me out. This is going to sound really weird. I need to send you money. And I said, what? She goes, do you remember buying a house from our company? And I had bought my house from a, like a fix and flip company. Um, was the owner of it, not a private owner when I bought it. And I said, yeah, I do. This is my first house. I said, yeah, I do. She says, okay. She said, well, we just got audited and they were actually a not-for-profit. They were a nonprofit. And this was, this was years ago. Um, when my income qualified for this, you know, lower, like I could only, they could only sell if your income was below a certain level. So this was a long time ago. And they said, we got audited and you're owed um, it was close to a couple thousand dollars. It was close to, it was right under $2,000. And she says, we owe you that money. I just need to know. Well, first she said, you know, I need to send it to the mortgage company because we can't send it to you because technically you weren't supposed to pay that money. So it has to come off of your mortgage. I said, okay. So I give her my address and she sends it to the mortgage company. Well, mortgage companies don't like to hold extra money and they don't apply. You know, you have to give specific instructions of how they apply the money. So what they did is they took one of it as a payment, like as, so they took the part that was a payment, which is like $1,200 and, you know, applied it as a payment. So what that did was make me a month ahead on my mortgage, which really came in handy a, about a year later. And I just left it there because that made me feel really abundant. Like, Ooh, I'm a month ahead on my mortgage. Right. And then the mortgage company sent me the, and you know, sent me the other eight or $900 and I can't remember, but I needed it at that time for something, right? Something was happening. And if I would have known I was going to tell the story later, I totally would have remembered, but I needed it. I remember like it was a time where I really needed that money and it might've been when my roommates moved out. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't used to not having extra money or I don't know what it was, but I needed the money. I remember that actually, I, I think what I probably did with it was invested it in a, um, in some courses that I was taking now that I think about it. But the point is like almost $2,000 just showed up and people could be like, well, you know, that doesn't have anything to do with your money mindset. I a hundred percent believe it had to do with my focus and my attention on bringing abundance in because they hadn't figured out that mistake before. It was three years later, two or three years later after I bought the house. And the interesting thing was that I had made an offer and tried to pay, um, a little bit right in the middle, like between what I ended up paying and what they paid me back, you know, what that made the, the house sold for. I had tried to pay right in the middle of that and they wouldn't take that offer. They bumped it up. They said, Nope, this is our 10% profit. We've run the math. We've done all the math. We're allowed to make 10% and we want to make 10%. So we won't give it to you for this lower price. But you know, what do you know? I manifested it later. And I believe that's, that's the power of aligning with money. And that's the kind of things that's where money comes from when you don't decide where it's going to come from, because how would I even know that was even possible? I didn't even know that was even possible until I got the phone call. Hey, we need to send you some money. So, 
You know, I just wanted to share that story with you. Um, and I'm going to close up because this has been, um, we're, we're pushing the half hour mark on this show. So thanks for hanging in there with me. But I hope that you will start to look at how you're allowing money into your life and not decide how it has to show up, but really completely open to the possibility field. And to help you do that, this week's mantra is, I am open to receiving abundance. I am open to receiving abundance. Now, some people, and I almost did it when I wrote it. I almost wrote it. I'm open to receiving abundance in all forms. But here's the thing. You don't have to clarify that in all forms. You can just be open to receiving abundance, and that automatically means in all forms. It automatically means you're leaving the possibility field open. So I am open to receiving abundance. Practice that mantra as you um, desire this week and as it feels good, and I will talk to you next week. Have a fabulous day. Thanks for joining us on the Happy Ever After Show, where you don't need a genie lamp to get your wishes granted. Now that you're inspired and ready to take action, get yourself on the path to your happy ever after by scheduling a complimentary strategy session at createmyhappyeverafter.com 